You're listening to the Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I have with me today none other than co-host from last night. Last night, how did you? How did you like being on the preacher's corner last night? I enjoyed it. You had a little bit more energy <laughs> last night. What? What's what? Uh, I guess I guess because the difference is it's alive and you got an audience, and then the difference now is you like who we talking to. Right. Uh, we talking to you see all them names on that list right there. The people in Trinidad, uh, uh, the people in Brazil and Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. That's what we're talking to. We're talking to all of them people. We pray that y'all enjoyed. The live stream podcast last night, and what I believe we're going to start doing is doing like a like a after party, after show, or something that's that's not on the YouTube channel. That way, they have to come to the uh, the podcast to listen to the to what they had to say next about the show, and I think that. That word last night and everything, the reaction from it has been phenomenal. Uh, I believe it's like at 40-something uh, views on YouTube and maybe uh, 15 to 16-something downloads on on the podcast, which is still a good thing because we are just beginning, just starting out. And so, uh, a lot of people, they, they look at us kind of kind of funny they they say we are uh, old school preachers in a new school era what you believe well how you how you feel about that well because the lady the lady uh the woman of god preached that and and that's what she said she said she grew up uh a certain way she grew up like that and it seems that a lot of we've gotten away from those principles and those standards of, of holiness and doing things right. Well, how you feel about that? I mean, that was that was my uh, that was, you actually took exactly the words out of my mouth. I was going to say the Bible gives us a standard to live by, and it doesn't change. Uh, what changes is the people, people's perspective on things. Um, you know, we're in this era now where I'm grown, I can do what I want to do. But if you are a Christian, that doesn't change the standard for living. Right. The Bible is our basic instructions given by God. It was inspired and breathed by God. And so if that is the case, like I said last night, if you think this is your way through, your way out, your way in, whatever... Um, then you will do according to what the Bible says because the Bible says obedience is better than a sacrifice. Right. If God would rather you be obedient any day of the week than for you to bring a sacrifice to an altar that you don't mean. Your obedience shows that, hey, I believe what you say in your word. I stand on it and I show you that, that I love you by being integral with my obedience. So, And we don't, we don't see that. We don't see that... Uh, endorse we don't see that endorsed a lot in the body of Christ 
it's it's pretty much uh, your own free will. You do what you want to yeah. do because the that it, the mouthpieces don't want that accountability as well. They want to be accepted. They want to feel like they're relevant. Yeah. Uh, notice the the trends of the culture uh, uh, of the world has overtaken the church. Yeah. Uh, the the way that they wear their hair, the way that they wear their clothes. It, you can't tell uh, like you used to be able to tell uh, the the attire set like mama say uh, it's Saturday night put out your church what clothes. church clothes That's right. so nowadays you can't tell the difference between church clothes and club clothes That's right. they wear anything they wear whatever they want to wear to church and it starts with the most influential mouthpieces of our time I mean, they they dress just like everybody else. Yeah. They uh, the sports jackets, the jeans, uh, the Jordans and suits. I ain't never seen no foolishness like that. I I used to get mad when I, I used to fake like I couldn't find my my church shoes. And I have a picture. They they put me in this. I was in my, my suit. And and I had to put on my play clothes, my play shoes, my playground tennis shoes, to wear with a suit. Nowadays, that's acceptable. Yeah. I cried. I was mad because you got me in my nice Easter suit with the tennis shoes on, Mm -hmm. and I felt like that. That and I still look at it to this day. And I, I look back and I'm like, what is wrong with that guy? They got on tennis shoes. Jordan skinny, yeah, skinny, skinny tight skinny suits yeah. with something I'm I'm gonna go pay twenty five. I'm gonna go hoop in. <laughs> right. Am I going to hoop or am I going to say the Lord? Which right. one is it? I think in this in this day and time we have to be real careful because um it's it's like anything goes in the church now. Anything. And and so and so I think people get away from scripture. They don't they don't really live by scripture. It's kind of like they they just deal with feelings. How I feel today is how I'm going to express. Right. You know through dressing or what I say or what I post on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And so um, the Bible clearly tells us that if you have if 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 you are if you have a relationship with God, it says then you should not be conformed to this world. You don't do what the world do. It say, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. Something about you ought to change. It also says um, that if any man uh, is a new creature in Christ, then things ought to change. It say, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It didn't say some things. It said all things have become new. So that means everything about you, your mind, your way of thinking, the way you handle situations, the way you love, the way you talk to people, how you act when people aren't in your presence, your integrity, whether you're going to tell the truth or you're going to lie, all of that changes about you. The way you see people, not being judgmental, but trying to yield a helping hand or or um, give knowledge where, where it's needed or whatever the case may be, it all things become new. So you can't be stuck in that place and a lot of people today in this whole Christian world is they they're stuck in a place where 
I can do me. I don't have to express myself the way they say. Well, it's not. It's not the way they say. It's what the Bible says. Right. This is the standard right. of living like, like from she, the Bible. Like she used to uh, scripture enter into his gates with thanksgiving right. and praise. Well, everybody don't enter with Never. thanksgiving and praise. They just enter That's right. and then sit there and wait for you to pump Nothing and prime wrong. them to a praise. Well, if the musician is not there, then their minds are not there. That's right. If the if the music is not to their liking, then nothing about the service will be to their liking. Uh, if the preacher ain't up uh, when he first start off, their mind goes wherever else. Like the songwriter said, your mind is your body is here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. And and from a pre preacher's perspective, we can see. In the audience, who's there and who's not, That's right. and so it 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 behooves me. I, I be appalled at how empty the congregation is yeah. from the pulpit. Yeah, that's right. You from know, from the time that they walk in through the door, I can feel what that individual is dealing with, and then. And nine times out of ten, that's the way that they're going to leave out. Yeah. Because they don't come with a receptive mindset. No, they don't come to receive. They only come to be entertained. Right. And, it, and it's sad because... Or to be seen. Yeah, or to be seen. To yeah. say that they came to for some sort of validation. You know? Right. I went okay, to church I went today. to church, yeah. I came to church, Lord. Now, now I need you to do this for me. Yeah. Or they come to be entertained. I went to the altar today. Yeah. I better see something. If I don't see something in the next... Uh, couple of weeks. Couple of weeks, I'm then I'm not doing you know, it. Yeah. But failing to realize that, okay, there's something that I have to do myself. This ain't hocus pocus. I'm just gonna change overnight. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh uh just just stop doing this and stop doing this overnight. Right. We have to do some things on our own. You gotta yeah. do some things. I mean, good lord, what why what is it gonna hurt you to take a step? Jesus paid it all. Right. He paid the price. You know, all you're doing now is we owe him these praises. It's not like you're doing I mean, we do stuff for people every day for free. But we won't come and give God praise unless his hand moves. Yeah. We don't want to seek his face, but his hand got to be moving. His, he's got to be providing something for us. But he did. When you woke up this morning, he provided you another opportunity, not just to, just to live, but to have being, to be able to maneuver, to have a job, whatever you may be doing. He gave you another opportunity to, to do that. You know, right. and so I think that we get it's 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 a generation full of spoiled people, entitled. We we feel entitled, and so because we're entitled at work and in our homes and with our spouses and our children, then we become entitled when it comes to God, and that is not what God uh, ever intended. You know, from the very beginning, when He uh, before Adam and Eve even messed everything up for everybody, we had everything that we would ever need. He said, I've given you the right to everything in this garden except this one. Don't eat of this tree. And it, it could have been that he didn't even want them to eat it, eat from it at all, but he could have just said, don't eat of it right now. Right. I have a specific time for you to find out all these other things, which is why I love the mysteries of God in the word of God, because some things, some revelations you don't get right now, but you get them on down the line and they are very pertinent to your salvation and your growth in Christ. 
how you learn, what you know. Like, I may not, the things I know today, I didn't know three, four years ago. There's some things I know today I didn't know last year. Right. So it's very important that you follow God's lead every single step of the way. And we have to transform our thinking. We have to be changed. It said, the Bible says it clear. Let this mind be in you that was also that in Christ was awesome. Jesus. Let this mind be in you. The reason why God said that, to let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, because Jesus gave his life. He sacrificed everything. He did everything to please the Father. He said, I don't want to die. But if it's your will, then give it, let, let me be, let this be acceptable to me. Because there's some things we're going to go through in this life. We're not going to want to, but we got to ask God to give us the strength, give us the will to accept what he allowed. That's all Jesus was saying when he got ready to get on that cross. I don't want to die, but if it's your will, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. If I have to do this to redeem and save mankind, I'll do it. I don't want to, but I will. And that's what he that, that's what that scripture means. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Whatever it takes, by any means necessary. That's what I want to do. And so that's where I am today. I have really just I have laid and thought and thought. I have been having a lot of time to think. And I have really just mapped out how I want to repay God. Because I never can really repay him, if you think about it. I can't give him money. I can't give him, but, but you know, I can give him material things. But there is something that I can give, and that is my life totally. And to give it to him freely without him making me do it. But letting him know that I love you because I want to love you. I'm, I'm studying to get to know who you are because I want to. Right. You know? Not, not, not just studying to preach or, right. or to share but studying to, to because you. I want to have a better relationship, relationship. Yes. with you. I want I don't I don't want to just be out on the limb just to study to tell somebody else something, right. opposed to applying what I'm learning into my own life. Right. The husband is the first partaker of the fruit, so I must read this and see what I'm getting first. How does it relate to my life first? That's the whole point of the 60-day challenge. Uh, the 60-day challenge is to remove the certain things from our life that's hindering us from spiritual growth. And only we know what's hindering us from that, 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 that spiritual growth. Right. We know, but as she said last night, we like it and we're not ready to let it go. I think she made a very valid point last night when she pointed out struggles because so many times people come to church and they don't change right. and they keep using the same excuse. Well, God knows my heart. He does. The Bible said it's desperately wicked. Who can know it? Nobody but the Lord. But the thing about that, what gets us in trouble is you say that to put a blanket on what, what you're doing. And it's not because you're embarrassed about it. It's because you like what you're doing and you don't want to give it up. Right. You know, and so you label it a struggle, something a that struggle. you can't let go I'm of. I'm struggling with. And, and, and the, the trending one right now in the body of Christ is pornography. Yeah. The trending one. And it seems like everyone, and, and it's with married couples. Yeah. Which is very odd. Very odd. odd. <laughs> It's Very with married odd. couples that and that is trending. I, I was in the uh, uh, the the substance uh, overcoming substance group on Facebook, 
and almost 65% of the individuals in there, you would think they'll be dealing with cocaine, heroin, marijuana, or or anything like this. It's pornography. And and 65% of these individuals are married. So that tells me either you don't like your spouse, something wrong with this picture. Something wrong with this picture where, where I will wait till you go to sleep and spend all my change and my money on watching somebody else. You either got to be some type of freak. Amen, somebody. Or something is physically wrong with my spouse where she, there's no legs or, or no arms. She's incapable. Then, then I can probably see uh, 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 give an excuse. I mean, th- that does that make sense? Yeah. If some you half dead, yeah, a balloon or something, that then that's the only reason I would see you going to go to watch and and touch well, yourself in places that your spouse ought to be touching. Well, you know what? I can I understand exactly what's going on because at first I was so I was just blown away by all the things that I've been seeing and noticing and God has really been downloading stuff in me it has been crazy but I know there is a very bad the, the you know you have to remember that we are a part we're not of this world right. we're just we're in it we're not of this world though this is not really where we belong so we're fighting battles out here every single day spiritual warfare is going on taking place every day and the, and the difference between now, yes, and that it is a demon that has been released on, upon the land. That this is that last day uh, struggle, that that warfare, that fight. That 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 demon has been released, and so he has brought uh, uh, suicide and murder and um, that lasciviousness and and that promiscuous uh, spirit. And he's brought it. Um, that. Uh, um, pornography yeah he's brought all his he brought out all his coldest boys and so um, what better way to divide and conquer yeah. than to get in a marriage where that, that play, those people are nine times out of ten with everything going on they're not whole they're not on one accord right now because most of the time you have all the wives going to church none of the husbands going to church Right. you have um, all of this with, with the whole pandemic half of the families one or the, one or the other or both are not working at this time so you got children that are going out to college children that are graduating high school you got all these milestones these highs and lows going on in the families and then you bring what Satan has to bear burden upon us as well and so then you you bring about all this division and strife and chaos and confusion into the home and what better way to do it than a place where God called it to be intimate but you you're separated and you'll do yours by yourself and I'll do mine by myself because that'll stop the two from being intimate you see, so then there's no love, there's no affection. That's everything that's needed in the house is no longer in the house. So now everybody's going outside of the house looking for what they need. And and which which is a snowball effect for everything else. Everything else. Everything else. All the way down it, to the kids. All the way down to the kids. So you have you have loneliness, uh, rejection, abandonment, abandonment 
bitterness, resentment. Well, okay, they not touching me. Well, let me go find something else. And then uh, uh, isolation, yeah. and and the whole house is torn oh, down just by sex just or the thought. lack of. Just one thought. All it takes is one thought. Yeah. It could be buried. Just one thing. That person, I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a ID fanatic, and I was watching a, a, one of the shows the other day, and this guy, he was mad at his wife because it was his birthday, and she was tired. Now, granted, she worked two jobs. She came home, and he was like, got the bath water in. He was ready, and he was like, oh, this is gonna be a night to remember. It's my birthday. Y'all know how the men look for, they ready for the wife on his on his birthday. And she said, baby, I'm so sorry, but I'm just too tired. We're going to have to make, I'm going to make it up to you tomorrow. Well, tomorrow never came for her because when she went to bed, she got killed. Mm. And he left a note um, the next morning, knowing she was dead, but trying to cover his steps. And he left a note the next morning and say, you let me down on my birthday. I'll never forget that. You'll never get to make that up to me. And left a note, but he left it like, I'll talk to you after work or whatever. Like he thought she was alive when he left. And and I'm saying that to say this. A lot of people have that mind frame. You know, like we don't look at, we don't we don't take things for face value no more. It's, you got to, everybody read way deep into situations. Now this lady worked two jobs. Please tell me why you didn't understand on today. I get it, it was your birthday. But this is, you got to have give and take. You know, I, I get it. It was his birthday. He had a whole day planned out. I get that. But at the same time, this woman worked two jobs, two eight-hour jobs that day. And you knew that she couldn't get off on. Yes. Yeah. So why why would why would her punishment be death? Because she didn't have sex with you on your birthday. It's like the enemy is making that. Um, uh, he's perverting what should be. Something that's natural and something God created for the for the marriage. Something that's bed. supposed to be sacred. Yeah, he's perverting. He's perverting. It. Yeah, yeah. He's perverting it. He's making it more than what it is. That is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. Well, that's crazy. That's crazy. So. We hope y'all have enjoyed the the after party. The after party. Good conversation. Good conversation. Look forward to hearing some feedback. Some feedback. Y'all liking this? Y'all digging this? Y'all loving us? Send us an email at www.thepreacherscorner.net Lady Mayberry, what you got left? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I second that. If you if you like this, come the after party, let us know. If you got some things you would like to discuss, let us know. And we can move forward from Let's there. Let's roll. All right. You going to do that? Sure. Go ahead. Before we close out, I got a few things for you. If you've been wanting to start on something, don't wait. Start now. Get perfect later. Dream big. Use kind words. Remember at the end of the day, always say, I love you. Remember to say please and thank you. Be grateful because people don't owe you a thing. Help others. And remember, there's no punks in ministry. So don't whine. Be silly. Keep calm. And to next time, carry on. Already.
We out of here. This is an in-house production.